the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, January 27th on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona and coming soon to Louisiana from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com and get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy, B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com, use that promo code SGP for 20% off your, your first order and free shipping. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store, so grab it and let it ride. What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Krogh from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the Broad Stop. Thank you, guys. Welcome to the college basketball experience daily show for Thursday, January 27th. My name is Kobe swinging database dead, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Revenge. I knew I couldn't do four nights in a row of a losing record on my locks. And I didn't. I delivered. Call me fucking. Was it Lou Diamond Phillips was in stand and deliver, or was that no? Uh, I think you're right. Is that Lou Diamond Maybe, Phillips? Yeah, I think you're right. Or is that the guy from Blade Runner? I forget. I think it was Lou stand Diamond and Phillips. deliver, right? I'm Lou Diamond sure, Phillips. Yeah. Call that me. was one of the worst LDP, movies I've baby. ever fucking seen. <laughs> it was good for the I'm time. Not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It had a great like preview. I saw it on Netflix. I was like, this movie's gonna rock. LDP for life. Lou Diamond Phillips. There baby. it is. Look, uh, that needs to be a university. Lou, Lou Diamond Phillips. LDPU. Yeah. Uh, you're, if you're wondering who the second man is, look, my co-host is in studio. I'm in studio. I'm a healthy person now. Look, give it up for. Former, former JMU defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, hi, hi! I love LA. I do. Cold ass East Coast. I feel bad for you, fools. Yeah, there you go. All right, third man in the booth, the DFS guy himself. Come play DraftKings college basketball with us. It, every day we play it. Every day. And NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Follow him and you'll be able to play DraftKings every single day. 
DFS college basketball, but give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew making tobacco road, living the free lock giving former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up guys. And some of y'all just can't handle the cold weather. Ooh. Ooh. You're in North Carolina. Don't act like you're experiencing a ton of it over there. You said, you said East Coast, buddy. And I think yeah. they just got it's snow. In the 20s. They just got snow in North I Carolina. Like, I like cold weather. You guys keep the heat. Give me, give, give me some winter. I'm I like, not gonna I lie. Like seasons. I, I, I do like some variety. I like too, fall. I miss exactly. fall. LA, yeah. there's just one fucking season all year. Yeah, it's a groundhog right? day. It starts to drive you fucking nuts over yeah. here. Um, well. Folks, let's talk a little college basketball. Um, let's recap before we get to today's slate. We got a loaded slate, another great night of college basketball upon us. Let's start out out the gate. Winthrop, South Carolina Upstate. Uh this game went to overtime. South NC Nick gave me a hard time taking Winthrop. I switched over. I took South Carolina Upstate. I know someone tweeted me saying thank you for alerting me to this. South Carolina Upstate covered in overtime. They got it done. They didn't win the game. They should have won the game. They were up four with like 35 seconds left and the game went to overtime. NC Nick delivering the fucking good. He's got a great article out right now. Go check it about the worst teams. ATS sports podcast.com or go get the SGPN app. It's kind of crazy because so Winthrop has been a very good team the last like five years or so. Now last year they lost three out of their four link scores. Uh, the one dude is balling for Texas tech right now who transferred Adonis arms. Yeah, you've probably seen like yeah. you know, videos of him dunking on opponents. Um, but they're they're still a good team. They're still winning games. They're just winning games by the skin of their teeth. And tonight's a prime example. Well, so, uh, another thing is their their head coach Pat Kelsey, who was a great head coach, left for college at Charleston. Uh, that that as well. So not only do they lose a bunch of players, to the coach also. So they have not been covering, and they're still been you know been laying like you know anywhere from five to seven eight points. And they're one of the bottom 10 teams in the country covering the spread. And it seems like everybody is slow on recognizing that. So for the time being, don't take Winthrop to cover because they're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so check out that article, get that SGPN app. It's free in the app store and Google play store. You got no excuses. Go grab that good article. Um, Florida covered against Tennessee. And I actually thought, I don't know if you guys watched this one down the stretch. I thought there were some questionable calls that went in Tennessee's favor. Sure, Mike White's not happy about that. The Gators didn't have Colin Castleton. Tennessee comes back. Florida was up, I think, double digits at some point in this game. Uh, but Rick Barnes's squad—they've been playing good in Knoxville. What do you make of these teams, guys? You, you, you think uh, you think uh, the Vols are uh, are going to be a solid tournament team this year? Or are we going to fade Rick Barnes? Patty, see what are you going to do there? You going to uh, fade Rick Barnes? I think we're going to fade Rick Barnes this year. <laughs> if I had to guess, yeah. that's been the uh, the that's mo, been the go-to yeah. move there. Nick, what do you think of the Vols? Any chance they go make a deep run? No, fade Barnes. When it comes to tournament time, they're, they're offensively challenged, and that's going to pose problems. I'd be looking at them for a first or second round exit. Again, they're probably going to be like. I mean, I, I guess if if things end right now, they'd probably be like a, a six or seven seed or something. And they would be, you know, a uh, uh, ripe for an upset for sure from, you know, a, a mid-major eleven seed or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to put you guys on the spot. What's that? Okay, because my knowledge of college basketball is, and my knowledge of the sport of basketball isn't that great. I'm following these trends. I obviously been watching since I was a fucking kid. But in terms of breaking down the X's and O's in any sport, you know, I'm not at the fucking level of a college coach where I can fucking 
analyze. And I think anyone that says they are is full of fucking shit for the most part. <laughs> you know, I don't think, you know, but anyway, I go off on a tangent here. What is it about Rick Barnes that, that causes them to fail come tournament time? No. You say the offense bogs down, but what is it? Uh, to me, the, the execution, it's almost, it's very similar to, I know Rick Barnes was at Texas. It's much, it's like similar to what Texas football coaches have had to me. It's like, you're talented, right? But you just can't put it together. You just can't put it together. I, I just not disciplined enough. You think? No, I don't think it's the discipline. Well, it's more X's yeah. and O's. Yeah. You, he, he brings in the talent at that point. That only takes you so far. Yeah. That can take you to the tournament. He's a recruiter. But at some oh, point, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, other games that happened Northwestern Michigan. Now this is one uh, Northwestern. I feel like was up a decent amount of this game and Pete Nance went one for four from the free throw line in the final minute and a half. That's brutal. And that's why Northwestern loses. They miss a three at the buzzer that would have won the game. That's gotta be uh, Larry Nance Jr.'s brother. You're assuming or a cousin or something. He looks no, exactly son, like brother. Son, son. Yeah, Larry, son well, because Larry, Larry, Nance, Nance. Larry Nance is 70 years old. Right well, now. I'm saying Larry Nance <laughs> Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, the, the guy yeah, that I think it's the, his younger brother. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. They look identical. Um, uh, Michigan gets the win. Yeah. What do we think of Juwan Howard's Michigan team? I thought they got fortunate to get that win tonight. Counterfeit. Yeah. yeah. And I still think Northwestern's a team to watch out like night in night out. They don't get the value. I think that Vegas, uh, that they, they deserve in Vegas. In my opinion, Northwestern's a good team. I, they're, they're not a great team, but once again, a lot of the big 10 in the middle, I just think they're at night and night out. They're a team that can beat you. What do you think? What do you think of uh, Chris Collins's bunch there in Evanston, Nick? Well, yeah, I, I do agree with that. So first off with Michigan, I don't think Michigan is as bad as they started the season, but I don't think they're as good as their last two big wins. So I think this was a prime spot where we were all on Northwestern where like, all right, Michigan, you know, you're not just going to roll over all these teams by double digits. You're not Michigan from last year. Uh, you're a solid team that might end up making the tournament, but you're not really going that far. Um, as far as Northwestern, yeah, I mean, 99 overall, two and seven in the Big Ten. So that tells you, no, they're not a very good team, but they can, they definitely can cover, you know, and this, yeah, and on the road, they beat Michigan State like a week ago. So uh, I like Northwestern to cover, but especially when they're getting like, you know, eight, 10 points, something like that. I think that's where the spots where you might choose Northwestern, but overall they're good enough to cover, not good enough to win too many games other than that Michigan state upset. I mean, shit, if they would have won tonight, that would have been two impressive wins. I mean, that's the thing is the way they lose They're They're not that far off. If they could just turn that corner, I feel like every game they're in it. Agreed. You look at it. I mean, six point loss. We've been saying this for a couple of years now. So at what point, are we just expecting them to never get those close wins? And this is who they are. It's fucking crazy. Well, we with all exception, Northwest, yeah. so we yeah. got that one. But with, with the exception of the Purdue game, every game they've lost close. They lose by two at Michigan. They lose by six to Wisconsin. They lose by uh, a d- double overtime to Maryland. They lose by eight to Ohio State. Four to Penn State. You know, s- six to Michigan State the first time. They're just a team that <laughs> they lose by four to Wake Forest. Every game they they've been in Providence they lose by five. I mean, that it's crazy. I think they're better than their record indicates for sure. Are they uh, uh, one and eight in conference, three and that's nine brutal. overall. That's brutal. Um, speaking of Providence, Providence uh, probably the real winner today. They remain in first place. This team is sixteen and two guys now. I think seventeen and two with this win. 
They uh, hit a game winner. Al Durham buried a three. It was a tie game with like one second left at Xavier. Huge win for the Friars. And look, this is a different Providence team than we've seen in years past. To me, like this is a game they would lose in, in year in years past. And and they're getting it done. Ed Cooley, is this the year Providence is really going to win the Big East? What do you think, Patty C? You think proud? You think the Friars is it going to be Villanova at the end of the day, or is Providence for real? Um, I think we have a hot little competition on our hands. Uh, like you said, Providence sitting there at 17 and two, seven and one in conference. So, you know, uh, Villanova eight and two, UConn five and two, there's a, a very low margin of difference between their conference records, which if I'm not mistaken, determines the conference champion, right? Yeah. And, and look, Providence home to Marquette this Saturday, Marquette's red hot, but Providence plays much better at home than on the road. Traditionally in years past. Uh, Nick, are you buying into the Friars? I'm buying in for them to be better than previous years. Uh, I mentioned this, I think, last week. They've Providence has never won a Big East regular season champion. They've, wow. they've never, never. Done it. So, okay, so my money at the end of the day is still on Villanova. Not even in the Marty Conlon days. No, not <laughs> even in the Austin Crozier God Sham God days. You know. <laughs> uh, so and Xavier, I was high on Xavier in like December. They've lost three out of yeah. five now. I'm not sure what's going on there. The fact that Providence was getting eight and a half points was just disrespectful. I think we all took Providence. Uh, Patty C was the only one that was wise enough to lock him up and yeah. actually bet him. Yeah, we should have done the same. I mean, not only did they cover, but they went out right. So Providence is pointing upwards. Xavier is pointing downwards. So, uh, Hey man, I think we're all happy about the Friars here, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I always liked them as a program. It'll be interesting to see as things roll on Creighton loses at Butler. They got blown out at Butler NC Nick. Shout out to you. You're the only one that picked Butler. Um, is Butler the, you know, Chuck Harris seemed like he was in a sophomore slump. The team had been dinged up with injuries is Butler perhaps better than their record. And they're just finding, Oh, they're finally getting, you know, in sync. What do you think? I feel like they've done this the last few years and you know, they've already dug themselves way too deep of a hole to have any kind of postseason aspirations this year, but especially when they're at home, they're plucky man. So just be careful betting against uh Butler at home in Hinkle Colby yeah. and I have been there. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a nice home court environment. Uh, I think one of the guys picking picks locked up crate. I was like, Oh man, tread lightly. Two of us tread did. Lightly I did. Hinkle. Oh, oh. You. I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed. Butler's sitting there after the win tonight at 10 and 10 and Creighton at 12 and six, but some dominant wins in those, uh, in those uh, wins. You can't win. And Butler comes in and destroys them. Well, I, this is the thing about college basketball. I'm starting to realize you can't predict it. You can't fucking predict. What are you it. talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, what I are you talking you, about? No, there's a whole a huge element of like you got to be dialed in so much tighter than I currently am in terms of what the fuck is going on because like, uh, I don't understand some of the lines sometimes. Like, like the Miami Virginia Tech. Yeah, Miami sitting there. That happens uh, in football. Fifteen too. and five or fifteen and four coming in the night. Virginia Tech at ten and nine, and Miami's on a five and a half point dog. What? Yeah. Well, that Miami happens just in football beat, what, too, though. Duke. That happens in football too. It does, but yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm I'm dialed in on football. Football is eleven games. You can diagnose the 12. whole uh, twelve games. Yeah. yeah. You can diagnose the whole fucking season before it happens and know what's going to happen. College basketball, there's 
30, what, how many? 360 English? teams or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. insane. Like, I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I, but we, look, there's a reason we've been over 500 every fucking year. Well, I'm just saying yeah. shit that, like, if you're just paying attention to what the team's record is and how they've been doing lately, that, that doesn't well, explain it all. Creighton is always great in Omaha. They're always a gamble on the road. Yeah, I got to get better at college yeah. basketball is what it comes down to. Um, but NC Nick was on it. I, I I was taking Creighton because Butler has been a weird team all year. They look like shit most, most of the year. How about mo- disappointing? Butler might fall in that category, but St. Bonaventure, one of my locks that lost tonight, St. Bonnie's in Fairfax, uh, lose to George Mason. Nice win for Kim English as he continues to, to really impress in year one with Let's the Patriots. Get a football team. <laughs> George Mason, get a fucking football team. You pieces of shit. Um, uh, the Bonnie's though. What do you think, Nick? Most dis- one of the one of the top ten most disappointing teams in the country, right? For sure, man. I mean, not to toot my own horn again, but I was on my George Mason Patriots uh, tonight, and uh, sure enough, they were getting three points and they won by nine. But I learned with the Bonnies. I mean, I think even l- the last game, I locked them up. I think they they ended up beating Duquesne. Was it? Yeah, yeah. But Barely. it was it, yeah. it was yeah. I was like, man, I was I was lucky to win that bet because it was back and forth and they were only laying like five points in that game. So dude, don't expect the Bonnies to just be that team that they were last year or the team we were expecting them to be this year. At this point, it's almost February. Yeah. At this point it's basically like you are who you are and they're not a very good team. They're just average. They yeah. finished average, average a 10, 16 and five last year. They're sitting at 11 and five this year. They're mm. not the same. Team. Mm. They're really struggling and they brought back everybody. I know they had injuries, but no excuses there. Other notable games. UNC Greensboro takes down East Tennessee state at East Tennessee state. Huge win for uh, the Spartans in the SoCon uh, Furman took care of business against VMI. Uh, Citadel escaped Western Carolina only by two Western Carolina. I have an incredibly hard time getting a gauge on um, Bradley took care of Valpo North Carolina got the win against Boston college, but man, is that score deceiving? That was like a five or six point game uh, with like two or three minutes left. I, I'm still uh, North Carolina is a team that you think they're going to be in the NCAA tournament, Nick. <laughs> At the end of the day, I, I guess I would assume so. I mean, talent alone, they should be. They still haven't beaten a good team. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they didn't uh, look good tonight to me. I watched that right. Boston so, College I mean, game. I'm sure, like Lunardi or or someone like that, or Jerry Palm will tell you their you know quad one wins or, or or all that. I don't have that at my fingertips. All I know is that they haven't beaten anybody good this year. And whenever they play somebody good, they lose, and often they lose badly. So. um Right now they're probably on the bubble, I guess, but I think they'll end up making it. Name I recognition. I think they probably kind of be like last year where they lost in the first round to Wisconsin because it doesn't seem like they have it. I don't know why. It seems like they have the pieces. Yeah, you know, they have some some nice front court players. Yeah, they got you know some experience, some depth. They got a a, a decent backcourt, but too often they just don't do it on the defensive end, and I think that's their Achilles heel. One of twenty-seven home teams currently undefeated at home, so yeah, maybe that's a huge advantage for them. You think Hubert Davis will work out there, Patty? See, will he be coaching there five years from now? Three and three on the road, eleven and zero at home. Um, I, I almost think it's a little too early. Sorry to cut you off, but I mean, let's let's look at their their home schedule. You, you said they're undefeated, yeah, at 11, home, eleven and zero home right now. Uh, their, their losses, their, uh, road losses have included 
Uh, what am I looking at? I'm looking at North. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> These stats are too hard to pull up on at the moment. Well, look, they've lost to every good team. They've Wake Forest just blew them out by twenty. Um, I, Miami, Notre yeah. Dame, all three losses on the road in the last six or seven games. Yeah. So yeah, Hubert Davis kind of like a question mark at this point. Yeah, we're gonna find out what they what they are. I I I have to believe their talent level is gonna they're gonna be the type of team that improves over the course of the season. Yeah, and well, to my point, like in conference home wins, UVA, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, and Boston College. Neither of the, n- none of those teams are dancing right now. So those home wins, granted, you know, four zero in the ACC. Actually, five. Yeah, yeah, four in a row. Four uh, zero home wins in the ACC, but against who? Yeah, yeah. The Virginia win might be decent at the end of the day. Uh, my lock of Boston takes care of, of Lafayette. That was easy. Vermont gets past Stony Brook. Big game for them. Uh, Chattanooga took. Care, I should have locked up Chattanooga against Wofford. They took care of business. Uh, Lehigh took care of Army. Had my lock of South Carolina hit. Um, Nick's lock of SMU against South Florida hit. Um, I'm trying to think of the other big games here. Arkansas continues to roll as they seem like to get, they're getting it together against uh, Ole Miss in Oxford. They got to win Miami, Virginia tech. We talked about this earlier, a half court game winner by the hurricane to beat Virginia we still tech haven't fought, figured out why that line smelled as bad as it did. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's like that. I don't know. Nick, uh, Nick, Nick, you seem to be dialed in on the injury report. Like Colby, maybe yeah. you are too, but Nick's always tweet uh, uh, texting us the injury shit. What's your, what's your source on that? Uh, no, I mean, I definitely have a site that I go to almost daily. And um, uh, as far as Miami, no, I mean, they're, they're fairly healthy. You know, they've had the same, you know, roster for at least the last few weeks or so. All their main players are playing, you know, the dude that hit the game winner, Charlie, Charlie Moore, Moore. Yeah. the guy that's been to like four schools. He's like 23, the six year <laughs> senior. Uh, no, so there, he played there with Billy and Beer on the Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> this is a team that's yeah. won seventy five percent of their games or more, and has beaten what Duke was it? Yeah, uh, in the I last mean, Duke, few yeah. weeks, in, in the last in week, Durham on the road. Yeah. yeah, and then Virginia Tech's been shitting the bed, and they're sitting there about around five hundred. But I think the situation—it's almost like I, I locked up West Virginia tonight. I lost, but I thought, man, West Virginia's lost a few in a row. They're going to be desperate for a win at home. I think Vegas probably considering that. Still, does Vegas consider it that? Look, hard? I thought I didn't lock it because I thought it smelled too. Sometimes you just yeah. see those things. It, it happens all the time in college that, football. That, there you go. Overthinking again. That's why Patty C is the lock leader. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. Not by that much. You're coming Not back on that me. Much, I don't even know that I am yeah. anymore. You might've caught me. Um, what other games uh, of note? I, I cash in on Charlotte minus the points against old dominion. They almost blew that fucking thing. And St. Peter's against Marist. Um, I'm trying to think of the other big games. Iowa state took care of Oklahoma state in overtime. Iowa state needed that win. they're still ranked. Uh, Porter Moser's bunch of, like I just alluded to, they got the win on the road at West Virginia, West Virginia, maybe NC Nick had a point. They're a bit counterfeit there. Bob Huggins's bunch um, UCF surprisingly loses at Wichita. There's that big win for Wichita at home that they needed VCU beats Davidson. Davidson won like 15 straight games. They were the hottest team in the country. That's huge win about, for VCU. How can you understand it? How can you predict that? Tab? Well, I, 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 I didn't predict it correctly. I was on Davidson minus four. But I'll say this: Davidson had just played VCU a week ago. They won by two in Richmond, so it, I knew it was going to be a close game. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a close game. Big win for VCU, but I did like. It's up. always tough. Always yeah. tough trying to you know, especially when they play like back to back or within the 
last two weeks or so. I mean, VCU's a solid, very solid team here. So sometimes I I picked Davidson tonight too. You know, yeah. and I was wrong, but I knew I, I I damn sure was not confident about that. I knew VCU could certainly win that game, and sure enough, they did. So I wasn't surprised uh, about that because both schools are relatively close. Yeah. Okay. As far as talent, as far I mean, they're just like two pretty equal teams. Yeah. One's really good at defense. One re- is really good at offense. Uh, you know, Davidson just won on their home court, so you damn sure VCU is bringing like a little bit more to try to knock them off at their home court. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Davidson closed the gap, but VCU. I mean, they ended up even a two point game, despite uh, Davidson being favored by three and a half. So five and a half point difference on the spread, but. There was a time when VCU was up by at least like double digits. In that you got to think that Davidson's at home. They've won 15 in a row. The fans are probably going wild. So the, the momentum would have happened at some point in that game, but uh, motivation wise, yeah. VCU was pissed. Yeah. yeah. VCU was pissed that that team Davidson came up into their court and beat them. So they're going to come into that game. Just fucking, you know, ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Davidson has been winning every game. Yeah. Haven't been a tested little, a yeah. little let down city here, you know, uh, Marquette, I, one of my locks here, Marquette at Seton hall that cashed in Shaka smart continues to be one of the best stories in college basketball. I, I wonder as a Texas fan, I know Chris beard in Texas have won a couple in a row now, but they were sputtering big time. I wonder if Texas fans are watching what Shaka's is doing at Marquette and saying, huh? What the fuck? I mean, another big time win. Like I said, we get Marquette Providence in Providence Saturday. That is a huge matchup Marquette number 22 in the nation right now. And they were only going to jump up if they beat Providence because of the Seton hall game. Now Seton hall was without a couple players, but big win by Marquette on the road. Do you think Texas at 15 and five is missing uh Shaq and smart right now? I do because a lot of that, their schedule is kind of counterfeit. It's like North Carolina's. They haven't beat that many good teams. Now they recently beat TCU in Oklahoma state, even though Oklahoma state was without their leading score, but those are two good wins for your resume. So it is probably better than North, uh, North Carolina's because the big 12 is so good. Yeah. But, but still just on how good they were preseason top five in Texas looks they don't look like a top 25 team in my opinion. Yeah. And Shaq is looking good. Yeah. He's looking really good. I mean, they won at Villanova. Yeah. Yeah. So uh nice win for them. Indiana bounces back, takes care of business against Penn state. Notre Dame takes care of business against NC state. Nick is Notre Dame going to win the ACC. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, but, Florida state lost by 14 to Georgia tech tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware. And but and Miami's still rolling here too. So uh, the the ACC is going to be interesting to to watch. I mean, like most people think Duke's probably the best team, or at least the team with the highest ceiling. Uh, I think they're they have like three straight road games coming up. I think four out of their next five games are on the road. So they have a really tough stretch coming up here. So you might see a team like get a couple game lead or something. And and look, Duke hasn't won a regular season ACC since 2010. Oof, you know, I mean, their recipe of bringing in a bunch of freshmen has not, you know, equated into great regular seasons. It takes a while for that, you know, team to come together. Hey, so while the they, they might going to happen, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, and yeah, but it's a regular season. So like if I'm a Duke fan, like I don't care. Yeah. It'd be nice to win the ACC regular season, but ultimately you lie. You want ultimate. It. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. It's I don't a banner care. to hang. Coach oh, K's final season. Duke Duke hangs national championship. Oh, hang how long has it been since Duke? This isn't this isn't national championship. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Ooh ooh, only six years. Yeah, yeah twenty fifteen. Okay, yeah, maybe not that long. <laughs> <laughs> Ida Stones. Yeah. Okafor. Winslow. 
Grayson? Okay. Come on. Okay. Calm Ke- down there. Kella Winslow? I'm joking. Uh, uh, Texas A&M blue, man. They had, they were winning a lot of this game to LSU down the stretch and m went cold. LSU wins by six. Buzz Williams covers for us, but they didn't thought get about, the win. Thought about locking that. Thought yeah, about it. Yeah, I man. thought about ten, it too. Ten points was too much. Well, I thought about locking this one, and I clearly should have. Tulane minus three and a half against Tulsa. They won by thirty-four. Ron Hunter and Tulane and Aaron McKee at Temple. Don't look now. What these teams are are up there. The AAC has carnage. Houston is still the clear-cut number one, but they're dinged up. There's opportunity out there. We'll see how they close out in in the AAC. But uh, big win for Tulane as they continue to roll, and then uh, Georgia Tech took care of Florida State, like I alluded to. There's a couple games going on currently. Washington State up big on Utah, uh, Utah State, San Diego State. That's pretty. That's Utah State's up one, and uh, Seattle taking care of business against Stephen F. Austin. So let's get to today's action. But before I do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Can't beat that. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by better fantasy. Better fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's better fantasy B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by manscape, the leaders in below the belt grooming head over to manscape.com and use the promo code SGP for 20% off your, your order and free shipping. We're also brought to you by us, the SGPN app. Yes. I alluded to NC Nick's article over there at SGPN. The app can get you this. You can download the app for free in your app store, or Google play store, and it's, you'll get access to all of our free picks and podcasts and articles. Like I just mentioned. So go grab that thing today and let it ride. Okay, guys, Thursday slate, pretty nice slate. I feel like almost every day in college basketball now is a nice slate. Um, we're going to just, we don't have lines on all the games at the moment, but we have some Wisconsin is at Nebraska, Wisconsin coming off that loss to Michigan state. Can Johnny Davis and the Badgers get back, you know, on the right side of things in Lincoln, they're laying seven and a half. I'm going to lay the seven and a half with the Badgers. I think they bounce back against Nebraska. What do you guys think? Patty C you going to roll with the, you going to roll with the Badgers or NC Nick going to roll with the Badgers or what are you thinking? I'm going Badgers. Yeah, I think Johnny Seven Davis and, and, and they're going to get back on track. You would think, but they they only beat Northwestern by six. Maybe maybe Nebraska can hang a little bit, but I I still think I lean Wisconsin here. Nick, uh, yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, Nebraska is playing a little bit better. It may not be you know equating into wins, but they have covered five of the last seven games. Uh, but I do like the bounce back spot. I'm glad it was only seven and a half. If this was closer to ten. You might convince me to go with the home team, but I'll take Wisconsin here. Look, one team's fifteen and three, the other team's six and thirteen. You're talking about <laughs> what nine, ten points? Come on, yeah. Give me the. No, 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 you're talking seven and a half. Seven, seven and, and a half. half? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um. 
Arkansas State is at App State. You know, App State, one of the more red hot teams in the uh in the Sun Belt right now. I don't know if you guys have caught this. App State made the NCAA tournament last year. They struggled out the gate. They've won uh what is it? I think six of seven and including uh four in a row, and some of those are on the road. Um they're hosting Arkansas State. Now, Arkansas State is currently first place in the Sun Belt. App State currently second place. This is in Boone. I'm going to lay the three and a half with App State. I think they got something going. There's a reason why they made the NCAA tournament a year ago. Give me your boys in Boone, Nick, uh, to to take care of business there. What are you going to do? This is a ball game here, man. I'm going to go App State too, but I think this is a close game. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, even in like App's like four game winning streak, one game was in overtime and the other two were one point victories. So they're getting it done in close games. That's not always sustainable, but at home only laying three and a half or four where you're looking, I'm going to take App state. I don't feel great about it though. Cause I do expect a tight game here. Arkansas state's good. Yeah. One of the scary things here when handicapping this game, our uh, Appalachian state is 337th in the nation in free throw shooting. They are a terrible free throw shooting team. <laughs> also, Arkansas state is a much better passing team. They also, uh, the only thing with Arkansas state is they turn the ball over at a pretty high rate. So uh nice sunbelt matchup there. Patty, see what are you doing with the three and a half points there? App state's favored by three and a half in Boone against Arkansas. State. I mean, my gut tells me app state, the numbers are leaning a little bit Arkansas state, but I'm going to stick with my gut here. Yeah. Yeah. App state app state's the play. I think uh, Hofstra is at Charleston. This is a big time CAA matchup. Now, uh, it seems like UNC Wilmington is walking away with the CAA. Um, and we'll get to them in a second here, but Hofstra, I thought was the, uh, this is a team that took Houston to overtime, probably should have beat Houston. Um, they've kind of been an up and down team. They, 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 what they won at Arkansas. It's a good matchup here. Hofstra is currently third in the CAA. I know Charleston's at eighth, but, uh, Hofstra's laying two and a half. I'm going to take Hofstra. I thought about locking this up. Hoster coming off a 22 point win at Northeastern Nick speedy Claxton's bunch. What are you doing here? Yeah, I do. We're agreeing too much so far. I'm not going to lock it up because they are on the road in Charleston. I've been to that stadium down to, you know, to watch the, the uh, Charleston Cougars play basketball back in the day. Uh, but look, I mean, Hofstra last four or four out of the last five games, they've beaten some pretty good teams. They've beaten Northeastern Drexel, Delaware, James Madison, a couple of those games on the road. I might lock I that up. Uh, I'm not as confident as you. I think they are the better team than Charleston right now. Uh, I don't feel that confident though, especially on the road. So if you're going to lock it up, you're going to be flying solo unless Patty C feels uh, the same as you. No, I'm in fact, I'm taking Charleston and uh, when uh, cover this bad boy, uh, getting two and a half at home uh, recently, you know, uh, uh, several very tight games, one point games, the last two games, you know, they're, they're into dog fights. Granted two and a half isn't a huge spread, but I think Charleston's gotten my attention lately. I think the thing that jumps out when breaking down this game is Charleston second in the nation in pace, second in the nation. Can Hofstra handle that pace is the question. Uh, we shall see Give uh, me the Cougars. Uh, that's a nice matchup though. We got Arkansas little rock at coastal Carolina, coastal Carolina's laying 10 and a half. The, the Trojans of little rock, Daryl Walker, the last point guard to wear knee pads. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Patrick Ewing. He had, you know, he had to be a Daryl Walker fan. He was Got like, dude, be. I like your style. Um, Daryl Walker though, the former Washington bullet, Chicago bull, New York, Nick, uh, his team's catching 10 and a half at coastal Carolina. I think that's too many points. Give me the Trojans. And you know what? 
I don't know if you, any of you guys have the courage. I might lock up Hostra and stay tuned. Grab the SGPN app to see if I lock that up, but I am going to lock up Arkansas little rock. Plus the points in Conway, South Carolina. Give me that. Hey, double down, double down. There we go. Nick, do we got a triple lock? <laughs> 10 plus point wins over South Carolina and Winthrop at home this season. Mm, but good, this good feels and, and over UL Monroe too. Who's who saw this year. But, it's coastal coastal Carolina has been on the road. Like all of January, they played at home one time in January, uh, other like six games or five games have been on the road. So they're coming back home here. I still think it's too many points. I'm gonna go little rock. I'm not gonna lock it up though. Uh, you gutless wonder uh, UIC. Look, I have had a pretty decent track record of fading UIC Detroit's laying seven. Mike Davis's bunch. Remember he took the Indiana Hoosiers to the national championship in 2002, lost to Maryland. Um, Detroit's laying seven. I'm going to ride with Detroit. I think UIC is on auto fade for me, Nick. I disagree. I mean, dude, I, I've laid points with Detroit before and, and they don't seem to cover large spreads here. I think it's a closer game than expected. Give me the dog. Last time they played Detroit did win by eight. Maybe that's what they're basing the line on here. <laughs> But dude, UIC, if you haven't had a chance to watch this team, I do think they're one of the worst teams in the nation. Yeah, I'm on auto fade on UIC. Uh, give me Detroit Mercy all day here. Yeah, there we go. Mercy. Detroit, start your football program, please. Um then uh let's hop down. We got Drexel at James Madison. Mm. Drexel what, what Patty C is going here. Well, this is a good game. I mean, Drexel won the CAA a season ago. Um JMU won the regular season CAA championship a season ago. Drexel won the tournament. This uh, is not even in question. <laughs> uh, JMU is laying two. Nick, I'm going to go JMU at home to get back on the right side of things here. Uh, I agree. I agree. I, I don't think Drexel is the same team as they were as they were last year. Uh, JMU at home. Go Dukes. Patty C. Uh, I know you're going JMU. Do we need to even talk about it? No, we do not. Uh, Middle Tennessee is at Marshall. Middle Tennessee's catching two and a half points. Wrong team is favored. I think we should consider locking up the Blue Raiders at Marshall. I'm on auto fade with Marshall. Any chance the Thundering Herd bite the Blue Raiders, Nick? I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna lock this up. Middle Dude, I, I'm gonna lock it with you. I don't know what's going on with Marshall. I mean, Coach uh, Dan D'Antoni, brother of Mike. Say, yeah, there you go. The last name might sound familiar. I mean, he's in his eighth season there, and he's had seven straight winning seasons in Conference USA play. But the train has fallen off the tracks this year. I don't understand why. I mean, they they returned a pretty much a good portion of last year's team that went fifteen and seven. Uh, they've lost nine straight games straight up. They haven't covered a game since December twelfth. Something is wrong in West Virginia. And meanwhile, MTSU. So Marshall is a bottom ten ATS team. MTSU is a top 10 ATS team. They're 12, three and one, and they have three straight double digits conference wins coming in here. They have a very good defensive squad here. I'm all over the blue Raiders. Well, and, and what's crazy is Marshall has been a bad defensive team. They are uh, a great, they, they do set a great pace. They're they're eighth in the country in pace, but pace doesn't mean anything yeah. unless you're efficient. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to lock it up. Uh, give me the blue Raiders. Patty. See you. Anyone what you want to join us on a lock here with the blue Raiders? Uh, I won't lock it. I, I no, no, I did lock it. Actually. I did. Lock there it. we go. Oh, wait, triple lock. Is that a triple lock? Whoa. Whoa. Triple lock. 
There we go. Take the Blue Raiders. Road Warriors over here. All right. Uh, next up, we got Northeastern at UNC Wilmington. UNC Wilmington laying five. Look, I'll be honest. I know I'm sounding lock crazy. I think this is a fringe lock. UNC Wilmington is playing great basketball right now. I think they're one of the more underrated stories going on in college basketball right now. They're 12 and five. I've locked them up uh, a couple times in the past uh, week. I locked them up to beat Northeastern. They covered. I locked them up to beat Towson. They covered. And I picked them to beat JMU and they won at the buzzer, a three pointer. Uh, I, I locked them against Charleston and they won outright. They were getting like 11 at Charleston. Uh, this team is, is red hot right now. They're red hot. They haven't lost a game, believe it or not, since December 11th, December 11th. Uh, they're laying five. I think it's fringe lock potential here. I'm not going to lock it yet, but get the SGPN app. Nick, what are you doing here? Hey, I'll lock it. Why not? I think Northeastern is like living off of of years past. I mean, they're not that good this year, and uh, for some reason, Vegas keeps giving them the benefit of the doubt. UNCW wins, and I think they can cover the five at home. I will lock it. All up. right, you sold me, Patty. See you in triple lock. There's no lock, but there is agreement. Uh, okay. UNCW. Yeah. Double All right, lock. double lock. Double lock. Come to the land down under with Dundee and good old Colonel Mustard over there. <laughs> Um, okay. Then Don't we, be jealous of the mustache, man. Right? <laughs> Don't be jealous. Milwaukee is at Robert Morris. Milwaukee. We'll talk about one of the more disappointing teams. Uh, he, Milwaukee's got to be in there. Patrick Baldwin Jr., one of the top recruits in the nation. They brought back some some key players from a year ago. They've been terrible this year. Milwaukee's getting a point on the road at Robert Morris in Pittsburgh. Robert Morris has been pretty horrible all year. I'm gonna take a flyer on Milwaukee. I just think the talent will prevail in this one. Uh, I don't like it though. Nick. Yeah, dude. Robert Morris is what? Three and 16 overall one and nine in the season. Uh, granted their last home game, they did knock off Northern Kentucky by 10, which is surprising tonight. Nice I'm going to go Milwaukee. Don't feel, don't feel comfortable because Milwaukee has been that big of a disappointment, but yeah, I'll give me the Panthers. Patty C look, Patrick Baldwin is bound to turn this ship around at any point here. <laughs> like uh, I'm not going to lock it, but I think I, I feel pretty. It's easy to see a tide turn. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys, when you're betting on certain nights, feel more comfortable versus other nights? Like certainly, sure. I feel like Definitely. Mondays and Fridays, uh, my weakest days, I end up still locking a bunch because I, I convince myself. But I, I always feel like Mondays and Fridays, I'm looking for locks. I'm just like, gosh, well, look, the swack and the meak play Mondays and Fridays. So, good luck. Trying to figure that shit out. And the Mac. The yeah. Mac is hard to handicap <laughs> in any <laughs> sport. Is, yeah. um, uh, okay, next up, we got Delaware at Towson. This is a big game in the CAA once again. Towson is a team. I think they're the better team here. These teams played recently, though. This is a spot that Patty C, we, you would just alluded to this with uh, the VCU Davidson talk. They played just uh, just January twenty fourth. Towson won by seven on the road at Delaware. Now Delaware can return the favor. At the time when Towson beat them, Delaware was second place in the CAA. Then Towson beat them, took the second second place. First place is UNC Wilmington, and Delaware's back at fourth place right now. Revenge. It could happen here. Towson's laying five. I'm going to take Towson because I think they're a flat out better team. Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, the line's interesting enough to make me think, but I like Towson at, at home. I'm with you, Patty C. Blue I'm hands, on, or are you going Towson? I'm on Towson. I'm uh, actually I'm on Delaware rather. Sorry, 
going with the blue hens. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's hop down to green Bay at Youngstown state. This is a shit game. <laughs> I, I've been on, look, I, I was on uh, auto fade with green Bay for a while. I think they're a little bit better now. Last year they were for sure on auto fade. Youngstown state's been terrible too. Youngstown state's laying seven. I don't feel comfortable laying seven for Youngstown state. If they're playing the community college up the road, I'm going to take green Bay, the Phoenix plus the seven, Tony Bennett's alma mater. Patty C you're going to ride with Tony Bennett. God, I have a hard time with this game. This is a horrible game. I don't want to fucking touch this game. I actually took Youngstown. Okay. What about the penguins? Huh? (laughs) Nick, what are you doing here? Dude? I will say, I think Youngstown's a better team. Look at their last few home win, uh, home games. They beat Wright State. They uh, lost by one point to Northern Kentucky, and they lost in overtime to Cleveland State. That's enough. I mean, th- those are like you know pretty solid mid majors. Youngstown State's the better team. They're at home. I don't like laying this much. I wish it was like four or five, but I'm gonna go with Patty C and go Youngstown State. God, dude, mm. I do not know about this. No, uh, this game's tough, man. This is one where you. you I almost want to switch to Green Bay. I hate to fucking. Uh, <laughs> betray your fucking uh, allegiance. He walks, here. he talks him into it, and then he leaves. Yeah, I don't know. I'll stick with Youngstown. I'll stick with Youngstown. Did my point suck? <laughs> you made it. Those are those are nice, uh, nice resume losses. <laughs> Look, Green Bay is hungry. They're going to come in there. Good round. You're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round. You're losing. You're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. <laughs> Shout out to Bobby uh, Knight. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that clip, watch uh, that. Google Bobby he Knight Pizza Hut. Keeps going. Or YouTube with it. it. YouTube it. He yeah. thinks that's a that's a keeper clip. Yeah. Right? He thinks you keep it. That is classic. Uh, look, Murray State at Tennessee Tech. I think we should consider locking this one up. Murray State, 18 and 2, first in the Ohio Valley. They just laid it on Belmont. They beat Memphis at Memphis earlier in the year. Last time they played Tennessee Tech, I know it was uh, just, just January 24th. They won by uh, only 34, I believe. No, I'm sorry, 24. 24. Um, this line is 12. Now it's at Tennessee Tech. Last game was a home game for Murray State. I, I feel like we should lock this one guys. Right? Yeah. I feel like you're right. Nick, you going with the racers. Yeah, when I first saw the line, I was surprised it was only minus 12. So I want to do a little bit I mean, the lines just came out. I'm not gonna lock it right now. I want to do a little bit more research. I don't typically like, you know, locking up or betting these, these rematch games where it's the second time within a couple of weeks of where they played. So I'm going to go Murray state, but uh, I, I need to look a little bit deeper into it before I'm uh consider a lock. Patty C you going to lock it. I'm not going to lock it. Mm, mm. All right. Next up, William and Mary. This is one of the more interesting stories in college basketball. They've been a darling of mine and this is being ahead of the curve. I feel like uh, they're four and 16. This is a team that was terrible out of conference conference play started hmm. conference play started. And they, they, all of a sudden they, they, they beat Hofstra 63, 62. Then they follow that with a one point win against Northeastern. Then they they were a covering machine. They they only got blown out of one game. They just lost to Charleston by one. They beat Towson. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. They they beat Drexel, not Towson. But they played everyone but Towson close. They've been a covering machine for me. They're getting eight points at Elon. I'm all over William and Mary. I am locking this one because they've been they've been great to me since CAA play has started. So you know what? Give me. The tribe that is William and Mary lock it up plus eight. Does anyone does anyone want to join me on this? No. My only hesitation is that Elon just did beat JMU by twenty three at home. Mm. 
I, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I'm taking women, Mary. The question is, do I bet it? And uh, it's it, it, like the game we just mentioned, the Murray state game, it's under consideration. I yeah. think Colby D would call it a fringe lock. Is that your term? Yes. Yes. So right now it's a fringe lock for me. Um. Okay. Uh, Georgia Southern's at ULM. ULM's laying one. We don't have to talk about this game much. Cause I think it's really tough. I'm going to take ULM laying one though. I think they're the better team right now. Actually, I don't know. I think I might take Georgia Southern. That's a, this is a that's a tough game. What are you guys doing there, Patty C? Uh, my lean's Georgia Southern. Yeah, I think, I think I might. I don't know, Nick. What are you doing there? It's a it's a, Overall, a toss up. Yeah, it's a tough game. ULM's Overall, improved though. Yeah, they have lost their last two games, though, both at home, Detroit and South Alabama. But overall, I've been disappointed with Georgia Southern and Georgia State. I might lean towards the uh, Warhawks here. Mm, Rice is catching 11 at La Tech. This is a pretty good game. And I think 11 is a big number for a team that's pretty good. I'm going to take the Rice Owls. Who, who, who? Uh, who are you taking, Nick? I agree with you. I think, uh, I mean, just within the last couple of games, Rice has a nice uh, road win at Marshall by 10. It's too many points. Uh, La Tech is the better team. I think they win by eight or 10, but give me a little backdoor cover for Rice here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, La Tech coming off that tough UAB loss. Looked like they had it for a second. Uh, so maybe the revenge spot of, 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 you know, getting a bad loss. Uh, maybe, maybe they step up and take care of rice, but I'm going to take the points. Patty, see what are you doing here with rice? La tech. That's too many points. Give me a lot. I mean, give me rice rather the owls. Exactly. We got a big one at the barn in Minnesota, Ohio state laying six and a half at Minnesota. I, I think Ben Johnson's doing a great job in year one that Rutgers win with two of you without two of your key players. And I think we should monitor that situation before handicapping this game. Um, but Minnesota's getting six and a half points at the barn. What are you doing here, Nick? Yeah. You mentioned the injury thing, you know, it's one thing to get up for one game and, you know, come out with some reserves at home and, and, you know, surprise a team that, that maybe is kind of, you know, not as amped up. Maybe they think it's going to be a little bit easier because uh, you know, their opponent shorthanded, but three out of Minnesota's four leading scorers are currently listed questionable that did not play last game. That includes the leading scorer, GW transfer, Jamison battle, as well as EJ Stevens and, and Eric Curry. Uh, so at this point I got to lean Buckeyes here. Mm, yeah. I think I lean in unless I find out they're playing, if they're playing. I think I lean Minnesota. Let's keep an eye on that. I would definitely uh, get the SGPN app to see what we go with. If you're if you plan on betting that game, Patty C, are you going to go Buckeyes or, or go? Ah, this is tough, man. But uh, Gophers uh, have a similar record of 11 and five versus 12 and four. Uh, overall, now the conference record is vastly different, but the uh, Gophers have had some close losses. That said, I agree with you guys. Six and a half just seems a few points too. We got a Gopher. We got a Gopher. <laughs> we got a Buckeyes. What we got? Yeah, uh, I think Ohio State's a play. Uh, Utah Valley's at Chicago State. Chicago State is not the doormat they once were, but they still suck. Utah Valley minus twelve. This is the most auto lock of the whole slate so far. Uh, Patty C is is locking up the Wolverines. That is Utah State. Chicago State slightly better. They than are. They're they're improved. They're yeah. improved, but they're still not good. Yeah. 
Nick, what are you doing? You're gonna lock this with Patty C. They also haven't played in two weeks, so they got a little bit of a COVID pause for Chicago State. Uh-huh. Definitely like Utah Valley. Ah, uh, you might talk me into a lock. Come Let's on, buddy. It. Yeah. Oh, they're locking it. I'm gonna back away on this one. I'm gonna lay the twelve, but I'm not locking it. It's a double lock. Bitch. That is a double lock. Um, maybe I should though. Get the SGPN app. Picks change information. It comes out. <laughs> stuff happens. Georgia State at Louisiana Lafayette. Kobe finds his ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> Georgia State at Louisiana Lafayette. I think Louis- th- this is lock potential here. Louisiana Lafayette minus three and a half. I'm not gonna lock it. I think it's a fringe lock. Give me the raging cages minus three and a half. Patty C, you gonna take the raging cages against the Panthers? Talk about disappointing team. Georgia State's got to be in that mix for most disappointing teams in college basketball this year. Definitely the most disappointing in the Sun Belt, I would say. Yeah, Louisiana is a decent squad. I mean, and like you said, Georgia State disappointing this year. Three three points at home. I'll go three cages. and a half. Three and a half. I'm getting it at three. Ooh ooh, I like it, Nick. Yeah, you know, I'll uh, I'll I'll throw out some stats here to back you up here because when I wrote that column about the top ten or the bottom ten worst ATS teams in the country, Georgia State was on that list. Uh, they started off. Let me find it here. They started off the season five and one. Since then, they're only two and eight straight up. They're also one and nine ATS in the last ten games. Zero oh and six ATS on the road. And. Louisiana Lafayette's a solid team here, so I think uh, only laying three here. I'm all over the Raging Cajuns. I'll lock it up with you. I'm locking up lots of stuff oh, here. Let's oh, do this. See, oh. this is what happens when you get me after a couple whiskeys. Hey, I haven't locked it up yet, but you're gonna lock it up. Got that liquid courage flowing. I think it's a fringe lock. I maybe. I, I think it makes sense though. I think it makes sense. I'm very curious what you guys are doing here. This is a very good matchup in the big sky. Weber state is at Northern Colorado. Weber state's currently in first place, 14 and five in the big sky. Guess who's in second place, the Northern Colorado bears. This is a good matchup. Kobe McEwen, the Marquette transfer, probably regretting transferring, even though he's in first place with Weber state. This is a huge game. Last time they played was March 4th, 2021. Weber state one by one, one. So the line is at one. Northern Colorado's laying one. How many how many bids are is the big sky good one. for? One one, one, one in every year. One. Yeah. Weaver State sitting at seven one in conference. That's a huge game. Northern Colorado sitting at five one in conference. The top two teams in the conference. Northern Colorado, thirteenth in the nation, shooting the three. Ooh, big fucking game here. Uh I I'm, I went Weber State, but I don't like it. Weber State's been a kind of an unpredictable team for me this year. I locked them up the other night. They hit for me. I'm going to trust that. Give me Weber State plus one on the road, although I don't trust it. Nick, I'm with you. I think uh, the Northern Colorado story's been nice this year. They they have been much improved. They are a solid program. I just think what you know Weber State's the better team. I'll ride with the Wildcats. Yeah. Consider it my familiarity with the Weber State athletic program via their football success. Uh, granted, uh, big neck Ed McCaffrey over there at Northern Colorado doing his own thing, but Weber State, I have a little more confidence in, plus what they've done on the basketball court so far. Yeah, yeah. D- Damon Lillard went to Weber State. Wow. Um, Oral Roberts at Omaha, Nebraska. This line's at 13 and a half. That's too many. Give me Omaha. I know Patty C. He likes to lock up Omaha. He likes those I Mavericks. Do, but it's been burning me lately. <laughs> it's been burning me lately. Dude, Omaha sucks, but I do agree. I think at home, that's a little too many points. Yeah. I don't know. Max Ace can light it up. Burning yeah. me lately. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to Oral Roberts. Oof. Oof. I'll tell you this. 
you know, on the road, Omaha has been really bad, but their last two home games, they lost by nine to South Dakota state and by four to North Dakota state. I think they can cover this. They're going to lose though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll switch. I'll switch. No, no, no. I'm not going to fuck you guys. (laughs) Don't try and sprinkle your fairy dust. All right. We got to get through these Troy at South Alabama. Troy's catching six and a half. This is a this is a good matchup in the Sun Belt here. I think Troy's the better team actually, though. I I don't know. I think it's a it's a it's a neck and neck game there. Give me the give me the Trojans plus six and a half, Nick. I agree. I mean, I, I thought South Alabama was going to be better this year. I was kind of on them early in the year. Bet them a couple of times, lost. Like they might be turning a corner. They've won their last four. They're the third. South Alabama's third in Sun Belt. Uh, Troy's fourth. This is a big game. Yeah, I'm gonna go Troy. I think it's too many points. Yeah, they're separated by one game in non-conference play. They're tied in conference play. Six and a half points. Get the fuck out of here. Let's go Trojans. There you go. North Dakota State's at South Dakota, taking on the Coyotes. North Dakota State's getting one. I'm all over the Bison here. I think the Bison are the better team, and I think we should consider potentially locking this one. But I'm probably not because of the rivalry factor. But I do think North Dakota State's the flat-out better team. I'm going to take North Dakota State plus one. Is there one. a rivalry between North Dakota State and South I Dakota? I feel like these teams have just been playing so long. I feel like it's a rivalry game. Anything with Dakota in their yeah. name, they have yeah. to be rivals, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So One-point one spread. That's that's. They're going to cover that. Like, <laughs> no, I'm going North Dakota State. I'm tempted to lock. Oh yeah, it's I'm saying I was tempted to lock too. I'll fucking lock it. I won't, but I'll give you the I'll give you the music. All right, I will give you give me some some some, some lock this music here. This whiskey's creeping up on me. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, lock away, buddy. All right. Uh, North Dakota is catching 23 at South Dakota State. South Dakota State's really good. This is a team that almost beat Alabama at Alabama, which I guess doesn't mean anything now. But um, still an <laughs> insane amount of points. 23 points, potential rivalry factor. I guess give me the Fighting Hawks, even though I feel like South Dakota State might. Fucking whoop their ass. South Dakota State's legit. I think they have a shot at winning a tournament game this year. Wow. Nick, I agree with what you just said. Uh, you know that that one loss to Idaho. Did, did they lose or did they just barely beat Idaho? Like I think they might have lost. I think they might have lost outright. And they were favored by like twenty points. For some reason, that's sticking in the back of my head. Without diving too far into this, I think it's too many points. But I feel like in conference play. Whenever teams laying like a ton of points, they usually cover. Like because I, I think people see it and like you know their initial reaction is to take the points. Yeah. So sometimes it's, it's wise to lay it. Uh, I'm not sure. Let, I'm gonna have to get back to you on this. Check out the. Uh, app. <laughs> yeah, I actually am gonna lay the points. Actually, I think I'm gonna. I think you just talked me into laying the points there. Um, right. <laughs> well, just speak just because, and I feel like well, actually, last time they played though, they only won by eleven, and that was a week ago. Or no, that was I'm sorry, mm. that was a year ago. That was a year ago. So it's completely different. Um, I don't know. Actually, give me the points. I'm switching back. <laughs> I'm all over the place here. North Texas is at uh, Southern Miss. Southern Miss is catching 14. I think the number's right. I'm going to take North Texas though. Nick, it's hard to have any faith in Southern Miss. They're pretty bad. North Texas is definitely the better team, but yeah, the line is is put in a, a spot where it makes you think. You know, can can the the home dog cover that? I'd probably lead North Texas. Patty too. C. Mm, I'm going the opposite way. I'm going Southern Miss here. Mm, too many mm. points. Texas State minus two against UTA. The Mavericks. Uh, this is a pretty good game. I feel like Texas State minus two. I'm going to ride the Bobcats minus two, but I don't love it. Nick. I like Texas State. I, I've done well betting on Texas State this year. 
Uh, granted, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty kind of tough, you know, matchup here on the road, but I think they are the better team. So yeah, give me Texas State here, man. Patty C, Bobcats, Mavericks. It's an uh, NBA game. I feel like this is a pretty <laughs> obvious plan in terms of Texas State's favor. Not not a super lock, but I feel confident in it. Okay, Florida International. UTA's lost three of the, uh, so in the last five games they've lost three games in overtime. Yeah, mm, they might wild. they might be due for a win. That's true. Yeah, uh, the airport Florida International is at UTSA. Airport's getting a point and a half. I think we should lock this. I think, I think the airport's better than UTSA. I'm locking it. I would agree with you. I'm locking it. I don't have Are a good enough yeah, for either of these things. I'll roll it. with you. Go to the airport, guys. I'll roll you. Go to the fucking airport. All right? You're taking the airport. I'm taking the airport. They're better. They're the better team. UTSA sucks. All right. I'll roll with you. There we go. There we go. Nick, triple lock? Ah, not just yet. Ah, you coward. Take it easy over there. Loyola Chicago is at Southern Illinois. Uh, this is a team that they, they, just, they just played, and Loyola ended up Obviously Loyola lost their first home game out of uh, 31 games when, uh, when Missouri state beat them. So they were the rebound spot in, in Chicago and uh, Loyola took care of business against the Salukis. Salukis are getting six. This could be a game. So they're not always decent. Uh, give me the six, give me the six points. They just played. They just played. This is one of those ones. Yeah. I'm all over the Ramblers too. Oh no, you're on the Ramblers though. Um, I'm on the Salukis. Oh, you're taking yeah. six. Um, no, yeah, I'm on. Dude, fifteen and three versus ten and ten. The Porter Moser drop off isn't ha- hasn't been this precipitous as oh, we thought oh, it might be. Oh, dropping big words. I'm getting Stephen A. Smith <laughs> yeah. up in here. Uh, Nick, what are you doing there? Actually, I I think you can notice the difference between this year's team and last year's team. Granted, it's you know also Cameron Crotwig's gone, but Loyal Chicago is not the same team as last year. They have, they've had a bunch of close calls and I do like the bounce back spot. I mean, you know, they, they won at what Loyal Chicago won by 12 at home. I think we got I the think, cover. I think they were getting 12 and a half. Yeah. I'm going to take Southern Illinois here. Yeah. Me too, buddy. Um, Ball state is, is uh, first off fresh off of whooping Miami, Ohio's ass. They're at Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois, a team almost like in William and Mary's vein. They've been getting better. Northern Illinois is getting to at home. I'm taking the Huskies in an upset. Nick, what are you doing here? Oh, geez. Uh, Northern Illinois is better. They're playing teams closer, but they have lost three in a row. I don't know, man. <laughs> what do you guys think here? I, I, I gotta I, look into this game more. Yeah, I'm gonna go Huskies. <laughs> I think Penny's line just dropping here. I can't off the top of my head. I don't feel good choosing one side or the other. Northern Illinois getting to at home. I just feel like Ball State's been in some battles. Yeah, they just whooped Miami, teams. Ohio. You too. know, I'm yeah. I'm riding the Cardinals. You're 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 a Ball State guy. I am. Yeah. So. Take it with a grain of salt, folks. All right. Well, let's let's skip down. I mean, we can't go on forever. Get the SGP out for some of the other these other games that their lines aren't out yet. But Purdue at Iowa. This is a big time matchup, guys. Keegan Murray against Jaden Ivey. Um, Purdue's laying two and a half. Iowa City, we know in football, it's one of the hardest places to win. Is it the same in basketball, Nick? Are the Hawkeyes gonna pull off the upset against the number seven team in the country? You know, I was all ready to take to, to take Iowa here. And I, I thought they'd be getting more points. Uh, ma- well, huge question. Jaden Ivy, is he playing? He was, he was questionable. 
He missed the game against Northwestern last time out. They didn't need him though. They won by what twenty or twenty five or something against Northwestern. They, they might need him on the road at Iowa. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was eight and four ATS at home. They've beaten the likes of Penn State, Indiana, Maryland. Uh, their only home loss of the year is to the Fighting Illini by four. Meanwhile, Purdue is just one and three ATS on the road. So I was hoping this would be like a like a seven or eight point spread, and I, I would have jumped all over a home dog. But at two and a half, I think I'm gonna ride Purdue. Yeah, I'm riding Purdue. Patty, see all doing? over the Boilermakers, man. Their losses have been close as shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the East Carolina Pirates are at Memphis. They just beat Memphis in Greenville at the buzzer. They're catching thirteen at Memphis. I know ECU just got housed by Houston, <laughs> and they're they're one of their best players is injured. Colby, whatever you do on this, I'm doing on this. So, uh, well, so well, guide us well. Oh, no, I agree with you because Memphis has been super unreliable. Yes, M- Memphis is unreliable. Take the 13 in the Pirates. Nick, what are you doing? 13 is too much, man. Unreliable. Yeah, uh, Memphis is the 12th worst ATS team in the country. They haven't covered a spread in the last six games. And talk about injuries. Uh, Landers Notley and Jalen Duran did not play last time out for Memphis. So they got a couple guys with questionable tags as well. Too many points. Give me ECU. Uh, I got to just mention this one. This isn't a marquee game right now, but Moorhead States at Southeast Missouri state, Moorhead States laying six. I'm locking up Moorhead state. The Eagles minus six on the road against Southeast Missouri state. Who wants to join me? Moorhead's been playing. Moorhead's good basketball. Last time I laid points with Moorhead, they, they did not come through for me. I, also against one of those bottom teams of uh, the, the Ohio OBC. Valley. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to take it, but I'm not going to bet it. Uh, Cal is at UCLA. Cal's getting 16 and a half points. I'm, I'm going to take Cal the rebound spot after that Arizona win. Give I'm me, right there with you. Yeah. Man. I think that's a lock too, lock. That too many thing up. points. I'm locking yeah, that thing points. up. Let down Patty. C. you want to get out? You locking it? Is Cal Cal's getting what? 16 and a half at UCLA. Uh, sure, why not? I'll lock it with you. <sighs> yeah, lock I'm not it? gonna lock. I'm not oh, gonna lock. Okay, so double lock. So we'll just, we'll just go with the cow golden bears. You still like just slap the shit out of Arizona. I know, but that's a great letdown spot right now. Sure. Uh, Florida Atlantic's at UTEP. Decent game in the Conference USA. Uh, UTEP's a two and a half point favorite. Joe Golding, he did wonders at Abilene Christian. He's already making UTEP much better than they've been. Nick, what are you doing here? I think I like UTEP at home. I think it's a tough trip for 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 a FAU. I go Miners. Patty C, you gonna you gonna tink who? tink tink? Who? Yeah. Who? Are you going with the Owls? Um, I love it. Okay, yeah. I like it. Um, I'm gonna go FAU too. I think they've been riding some good momentum. We got a huge game in the conference USA. UAB is at Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's getting four as a home dog. This place gets lit. What are we doing here, folks? Uh, this is an awesome game. Low key, really good basketball game. I'll tell you this. I'm going to take Western Kentucky to get it done. I think they play much better at home. I was impressed with UAB against La Tech, but uh, I've learned my lesson at betting against UAB in football and basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Blazers, man. Blaze it up. Nick, what are you doing here? I think I'm going to go Blazers too. I mean, Western Kentucky beat Ole Miss and Louisville back to back games in December, but that seems like a pretty long time ago. They are in the midst of a three game losing streak. They, they dropped both road games to FAU and FIU. 
Before that, they lost a home game to North Texas. They are missing Charles Bassey and Tavion Hollingsworth from, from last year. Uh, you know, last year they lost in the conference USA final to North Texas. You know, they all they were they were yeah. so close to making the NCAAs. Game before that, they beat UAB. So a little revenge angle for a, a UVA a UAB team that's returning, you know, most of their players from a season ago. I think UAB is better this year. I think they uh, get it done on the road. Wow. Bye. Wow. I like it. Okay. A couple more games and we're out of here. S- Battle of San Francisco going on. St. Mary's is at San Francisco. The Don's hosting the Gales. San Francisco is a three and a half point favorite. I'm going to take St. Mary's plus a three and a half. Nick. I'm going to go San Francisco. Uh, look, I mean, we all know the top is a great of the West game. Coast Conference. It's a great game. It is. Yeah. Top of the West Coast Conference is these two schools, Gonzaga and BYU. And one barometer I like to use is you know to, to measure these schools is how they do against each other. So just recently, San Francisco played a tough game against the Zags, down three at halftime, ended up losing by like ten or so. Uh, and they also lost at home to BYU by two. They missed a three at the buzzer. Meanwhile, St. Mary's has just played BYU. They lost at Provo by nine. I think San Francisco is the better team. I think they're at home and they're due for a win after those two close calls against Gonzaga and BYU. Give me the Don. You make a good point. I disagree. St. Mary's uh, did their work recently. I, I picked against and they destroyed me. And look, Randy be- Bennett does a great job there between Iona and St. Mary's, the fucking gales, our <laughs> Irish, our Irish ancestry is holding They're it down. Doing it. They're doing in the it. Fucking college basketball ranks. Okay. Years. Just a couple more games left. BYU at Santa Clara, take it on Herb Sendex bunch. Mark Pope on the road. Is that lock potential? BYU's laying three. I think it's lock potential. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. I think Santa Clara is not on the same level for sure. Um, let me look into this game a little bit more here, but that is lock potential. I like BYU to, to, to take Claire of uh, Santa Clara here. Take Clara. I like that. Uh, Patty <laughs> C. What are you doing there? Oh uh, boy. I mean, I'll take BYU. Yeah. Stanford. Stanford was the team that knocked off USC when they were undefeated in Palo Alto. They're getting 11 points in LA. It smells. Give me, I mean, I don't give a fuck. Give me Stanford. Nick going with the cargo. I don't give a fuck. Give me USC. Ooh, bounce back. Revenge. Spot. Revenge. No, no, revenge. no, <laughs> no. Give me Stanford. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. And look, I'm going to lock Stanford. Cause oh, okay. I can't talk to this son of a bitch. Which, you know what? This is, this is, this I is talk to that son of the bitch, obvious I mean. fucking play. You're, you're reading into it too much. Stanford beat them before they're going to, and now they're, they're getting 11. Black me, excuse Cardinal. me. The, the obvious play would be to take Stanford. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm taking Stanford, so, and so I'm locking him. You're you're overthinking it. You're you're not He's taking the him. obvious play. He's locking him. Give me the cardinal. Give me that dancing ugly ass tree. Boom. Uh, okay. Uh, Colorado's at Washington. Colorado's laying two and a half after a huge win in Eugene. Their first win there in ten years. Uh, what are we doing here, Patty C? Going, uh, going. Uh, is Colorado going to go on the road to Seattle and make it back to back wins on the road? I don't understand. This is what I, what I don't mean about. I don't understand college basketball. Oregon's been playing great. They <laughs> shit the bed against Colorado. And they blew a sixteen point lead. I was I locked up Oregon. I ate shit on, on that one. That alone, I'm going to take the buffs here. Nick, here's the thing about Colorado. They're incredibly young. So I wonder on the road, how many times will they be able to do this on the road, being that young of a basketball team? Yeah. I mean, it's rare that you get 
to, to you know, have two teams here where the last opponent is the same game. So last time Washington, their last game on January 23rd, they went up to Oregon and lost 84 56. Meanwhile, Colorado two days later went up to Oregon and won 82 78. Mm. But for some reason I'm going to go Washington. Cause I think Colorado, maybe, you know, they're celebrating that win a little too much. It's a back-to-back road trip. I'll go I like Huskies it. Young home. team. I that like would it. Happen. I'm, I'm almost over to agree yeah. with you. I'm all over it. Um, okay. We're getting out of here, but I want to say this Cal state Northridge is on auto fade Hawaii sneaky. Good in the big West. This is on the Island. I, we know the athletic department's a mess with the football hires. Hawaii's laying 12 and a half. That might be too much for me to lock it up, mm. but Cal state Northridge is on auto fade. The auto fade play is nice. I'm telling you they're horrible. I've watched this team a couple times. The question is on the Island. And if you haven't watched Hawaii, they're interesting. They got these two gigantic big men Two like, they start like two, seven footers. Nice. They're a very fun team to watch. Um, You're thinking it's going to be a hard ticket to Hawaii. Oh, for uh, Cal state. You better believe <laughs> Northridge. <laughs> Fringe lock potential. Let's go with these warriors. It's not paradise for the matadors. All right, folks, subscribe to the college basketball experience. All of our other picks will be on the SGPN app. So go grab that thing uh, or go over to sports gambling podcast.com. I am on Twitter at D D. Give me a follow NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast is, Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow. And uh, yeah, check out uh, the, the USFL Gambling Podcast. Season kicks April 16th. The College Football Experience. We just dropped episodes. We still talk college football year round over there. Do all that shit. Have a good time. All right, folks. This is the College Basketball Experience Daily Show for Thursday, January 27th. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Hey.